sometimes sports gives us a script that we know, that we anticipate, that we love, that we don't need to study, that we just need to be there. We need to live it. We need to experience it. And we need to appreciate it for all that it is. And so allow me to read this script off, the script that defined Match Day 11 at Euro 2020. And we start off with the final two games of the day in our coverage of Match Day 11. And I want to pick up from where I personally came into the game, around the 60th minute of the games which featured Denmark and Russia and Finland versus Belgium, because they were intertwined. They were the same game at the same time, basically. Belgium already went through Finland, needing a win to qualify for the Euros in their first attempt even being in the tournament. Denmark versus Russia. Russia were sitting pretty neatly and calmly in third place. They just needed a good result, and Denmark had no points sitting at the bottom after losing Christian Eriksen in the first game after a terrible cardiac arrest, and then losing that game to Finland, coming back in the second game with a spirited effort against Belgium, but unable to actually take points away thanks to a fantastic performance from Kevin De Bruyne that stole the headlines and seemed to knock all the wind out of Denmark's sails. But we pick up in the 60th minute. At this point, Denmark had already gone up to nothing. Mikael Damsgaard scored in the 38th minute to go up one nothing, and then Yusuf Paulsen scored in the 59th minute. Thanks to Paulsen scoring, a two nothing advantage for Denmark over Russia put Finland at the time drawing Belgium nil nil in second place with four points and qualifying for the tournament in the knockout stages. We fast forward. It's a tough choice. It's a tough decision for uh, for referees to have to go to the video monitor. And so in around the 66th to the 67th minutes, that's exactly what happened after Romelu Lukaku scored for Belgium to put them ahead 1-0. And at that time, the word went around the Parken Stadium in Copenhagen that Belgium was winning 1-0. And what did that mean? That meant Denmark ahead by a score of two goals to nil with three points were ahead of Finland on goal difference and they were going to make it in to the round of 16, and it all came crashing down in the matter of about a minute and 30 seconds. A foul in the box, which was a very soft foul, I do have to say. An incredibly soft foul in favor of uh, of Russian defender Sobolev after Vestergaard kind of put his hands on his back. Sobolev went down really easily. It was a bad penalty for Denmark to give away. 
if VAR was used, I imagine the referees would have said that it wasn't a penalty, but they couldn't look at it because it wasn't really a clear and obvious error. So penalty for Russia. Artem Zuba steps up, takes it, drives it confidently into the bottom corner, makes it 2-1 to one for Russia. At this point, Russia have three points, but they are still ahead of Finland as well as Denmark on goal difference. So at that point, Russia were in second. And then within seconds of that happening, the VAR said that there was no goal for Romelu Lukaku. So what does that mean? That means that Denmark, even winning 2-1, would finish dead bottom of the group. Russia would finish third. Finland would finish second and qualify on four points thanks to the disallowed goal. So we fast forward again. In the 79th minute, after two great saves from... Uh, Safonov, the goalkeeper for Russia. Uh, he is able to stop a great header from Martin Braithwaite, and then a rebound from that falls to the feet of Simone Kerr, who is not able to send it through to the back. It's blocked again, and it's sent out, and Andreas Christensen, the defender, screams a 22-yard shot, into the back of the net. It looks like the net is going to fall apart. So Denmark goes ahead and heads up and go and goes up three to one, which is important because just minutes before in the 74th minute, Finland gave up an own goal off of a header from Thomas Vermalian. It goes off of the underside of the bar and bounces into the goal off of Lucas Hradetsky. So it will count as an own goal off of the keeper. So at this point, Denmark. A Denmark team without their best player, without their biggest leader, without the captain's armband on, who's been playing without him for a majority of the tournament, now lead 3-1. to one. Ahead of Finland on goal difference, because at this point, it's no longer a draw, and Finland just have three points to their name. Denmark is ahead on goal difference over everybody else in the table. And they double that advantage, and they increase that advantage even more by scoring in the 82nd minute after Mela goes down the left wing off of a pass from Hoybier, enters the box, slits the bottom in slits the ball into the bottom corner with his right foot, makes it four to one. And that is the final score for Denmark. A Denmark team who entered the day losing dead bottom, dead last on goal difference, on points, on everything after overcoming intense odds, odds that you would never want to see any team have to overcome, they were able to do it. They found the conviction in front of their home fans in Copenhagen. 
and they won this game in resounding fashion. And as a result, Denmark move on to the round of 16 with their fellow groupmates, Belgium. Finland, meanwhile, finished third after losing 2 to nothing to Belgium. In the 81st minute, Lukaku hammered a fantastic strike into the back of the net to make it 2 to nothing. So they lose this game, but they finish in third place in this group. It's going to be a tough go for Finland. It's going to be tough because Switzerland yesterday finished in third place with four points. Another team in Group C finished on third in on third with three points. Group D has a matchup tomorrow between Croatia and Scotland, both of which are third and fourth respectively, but we'll get to that in more details later. But if either of those teams win, they will move on because they have four points. There are also teams in Group E and Group F who, with wins, can move on because of the amount of points that they have. So the teams that finished third in Group C and Group B have a tough task ahead of them. So let's tackle Group C now. We'll start with the game that didn't necessarily matter the most, uh, North Macedonia versus the Netherlands. It was clear coming into the game, it was already decided, the Netherlands had won the group and North Macedonia was out of the group. So we start with the goal scoring in the 24th minute thanks to a shot from Memphis Depay, uh, a tackle from uh, Daily Blind on Goran Pandev, uh, sends the ball to the edge of the area to find Danielle Malin. Uh, Malin goes over the halfway line, exchanges a 1-2 pass with Depay, going towards the right of the goal. Malin slides it back across for Depay, who slots the ball home with a shot from his left foot past Dmitrievsky. It's a 1-0 lead after VAR checks uh, Daily Blinn's tackle, and it's a confirmed goal. It goes 1-0 into halftime. Just a couple minutes after halftime in the 51st minute, Jeannie Vinaldum made it 2-0. Uh, beautiful tap in inside of the six-yard box for him. He doubles his chances in the 58th minute. He is able to take a follow-up into the top right corner, and that is where we end things. A 3-0 win for the Netherlands. Meanwhile, the real decision-making in this group came down to the game between Ukraine and Austria. Ukraine came into this game really on fire, relatively. They had two fantastic goal scorers in Yarmolenko and Yaremchuk. Hopefully, from a Ukrainian standpoint, they were going to provide a similar performance again. They... We're not able to do this necessarily well, this game, 
the final score for this one coming 1-0 for Austria. After a really horrific injury early on in the game to Christoph Baumgartner, the midfielder from Hoffenheim, somehow he's able to stay on for for a weird reason. He is able to stay on uh, after a cross into uh into the box off of a great corner uh Baumgartner is able to stick his leg out get a ball past Bouchon and make it 1-0 and that was the only goal scored of the entire game uh Baumgartner was taken off only 11 minutes later for Schipf because at that point it was clear his his head injury was was too harsh for him to continue and arguably he shouldn't have really continued on to uh, to begin with and so despite that head injury and despite the fact that he shouldn't have played his one goal was all that was necessary Yaremchuk and Yarmolenko did not perform well at all for Ukraine in this game. They were hoping that they would be able to really push and really press and really start peppering shots on goal, and they really didn't start doing that until the final five minutes of the game. Rather unfortunate for Ukrainian fans. Ukraine sits in third in the table with three points and a negative one goal difference, which is better than Finland's negative two goal difference that I had mentioned earlier. But at the end of the day, the two teams moving on are the Netherlands and Austria. Austria have never qualified for the knockout stages of the Euros, and this is the first time that they are going to a single-leg elimination knockout round since the 1954 World Cup, where they came in third place after losing 6-1 to West Germany in the semifinals, then beating Uruguay 3-1 in the third-place stages at that 54 World Cup hosted at Switzerland, which we German fans may remember as the first World Cup that Germany ever won. So, while Austria did make it to uh, beyond the group stages in later editions of the World Cup, that might be another way of looking at this. They never made the knockout stages for either of them, but they made back-to-back second rounds of the group stages back when they did a first-round group stage, and then a second-round group stage, and then a knockout. They made the second-round group stages in the 1978 and 1982 World Cups, but they never made it past that to those knockout stages. So 54, 1954, was the last time that Austria made a knockout stage, until now, in 2021, where Captain David Alaba has been able to lead this Austria team to the relative promised land. So those were all of the games today. Tomorrow, there is only one group playing. That is Group D. Massive, massive implications for one team. And I know I've been giving recommendations in terms of which games to watch. There really is, for neutrals, only one game to watch tomorrow. 
and it is not Czech Republic versus England. The Czech Republic and England have both already made it into the round of 16. They both have enough points in order to get there. The Czech Republic having already beaten Scotland, England having already beaten Croatia, uh, both of them have four points. They are set to go in pretty much regardless of what happens in the other game, thanks to both of their results against those other two teams. But meanwhile, Scotland versus Croatia at Hamden Park in Glasgow. It's a very simple and easy, straightforward way of looking at this. Both teams need to win. That is it. In order to qualify, and pretty much automatically qualify as one of the best third-place teams, because they will pretty much do so, both of them have draws, and one win gets them four points and automatically going up to the next round, pretty much. But they need that win. Either side needs that win. Croatia lost 1-0 to England at Wembley and then drew the Czech Republic. Scotland lost 2-0 to the Czech Republic and somehow was able to eke out a 0-0 draw against England. Scotland now goes back to their home ground of Hampden Park, needing a win. A draw will not be nearly enough it would leave both teams with two points. They would be nowhere close to cracking the upper echelon of third place teams. Both sides need wins, and that is what we should all be watching for tomorrow. So we will see you tomorrow after those games. Have fun watching them. I will be probably very nervously watching that Scotland versus Croatia game along with many other fellow like-minded supporters. So we will see you all later. Have a great Tuesday. Enjoy the games. We'll see you then. Bye-bye for now.